Well, hell. Welcome back to the show, my friends. For those of you just now joining us, the first National Bank of Dingus time is 10 42. It's the sound you've waited months to hear. It's images or some of your oldest memories. This is College Football. The wait is over. College Football is here. Hey, Dingus. Yo. I'm going to give you an easy one. Who has the best rushing defense in the country right now? The James Madison Fighting Madison. That is correct. Welcome to Man vs. Model, the only podcast in the multiverse featuring a very rural potato farmer who single-handedly received billions of dollars in government subsidies. Here is your host, not Dennis, it'll be me tonight, Casey the Platinum Toaster Splatstuzzer. Got any guesses? Rural potato farmer? The key is very rural. Very rural. Very rural. Potato farmer. Like extremely rural. Uh oh! Is it the Martian? Yes. <laughs> as rural as humanly is it, possible. Is it still? Is that still rural? <laughs> I think so. It's pretty far it's out from the city. Yeah, there's no ur. There's no it's urban. urban area. No, there, that's, that's true. Sure. Okay, all right. The closest urban center is like three years by <laughs> spaceship. <laughs> so. Okay. Well, I'm glad I got that one. That was good. I gave you a little hint, but you but you had to put it together. It's not that wasn't a particularly easy one if I didn't give no, you. No, because I was like, what potato oh, farmer? farmer? What? Yeah, you oh. would have been thinking earthly, but I had I yeah. had to really get the. That's good though. You got it. Good thank, job. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, no Dennis tonight. He is out with the vid. He's got Rona. I'm he, surprised we didn't get Rona. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, we're so we're so uh, we're so like strong and awesome. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> evolutionarily speaking. Yes, just be, uh, glittering beacons of health and and uh, strength. Yeah, the last two times that I've been pretty cl- like had pretty close contacts, I have not caught it. Yeah, so I think I'm doing pretty good on Me that. Me too. Yeah. Me too. So I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good about that. Um, how was your weekend? What was uh, your week? Weekend. Week, weekend was well. I mean, I, um, I was supposed to go to Topeka. Yeah, but I didn't uh, because of um, Kenny's illnesses. To the because of the exposure. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't go. I'm going to go this weekend. Uh, help my mom. She got a new kitchen. Oh, nice. So that'll be that'll be interesting. I haven't seen it, so that'll be fun. Kind of not fun. Also, you know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> it's Topeka. So yeah. we can go to the, maybe we can go to that Italian restaurant I was talking about earlier in the <laughs> yeah. season. Get some of their fancy breadsticks with. The, the Is that the one crumbles. that Billy Joel wrote the, the song about? Um, Scenes from an Italian restaurant. I don't know. It was it that Topeka, Kansas Italian restaurant? Uh, that song has become a lot funnier to me. If it is, <laughs> so I'm gonna go back and give it a re-listen. Yeah, just look for any clues from the I've, from like the Formica that's, tabletops or the the fake flowers on the wall. Yeah, you know, or yeah. like the, like the the like stock Italian guy. Yeah, it's yeah, almost a, yeah. it's a little racist because it's just like nobody's ever met this dude. It's just they just took it off the internet. Yeah. And put yeah. An Italian guy on the wall. Well yeah, I mean yeah you gotta have a couple and of Italian I, guys. Yeah. Yeah. And not like a maybe even worse if it's like a mafioso. <laughs> I mean maybe also awesome, but this is just like an Italian guy in like a little hat with like a funny little tie. Like one yeah. of those like yellow ascots or whatever they're called. What are they called? Yeah yeah ascot. Yeah yeah. 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 Fucking weird. Anyway. That's cool. I guess. <laughs> or it's the opposite of cool. Yeah. How are you doing? What's up? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I feel really good on Sunday. I um I'm gonna tell a betting story. So nice. on Sunday, um Arturo was talking trash in our fantasy football 
um, chat group about the Ram, the Rams and the Cowboys played. So he's a big Rams fan, and I'm yeah. like, I'm a Cowboys fan. And uh, and so I was like, all right, I just so I took uh, the Cowboys money line at one ninety six. Oh, nice! And yep. they end up winning. So I was like, I yeah, suck on that. I took them on the live line actually. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, I wasn't going to because usually I bet against. Uh, the team because they had a, a blocked punt, yeah, and a scoop and score, yeah. And I was like, um, it's usually it's usually what I bet against. You know, I'll bet the Rams coming back the other way because they were five point favorites or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and so like, oh, the variance snapped away from them, but the Rams looked so inept in their first few drives. <laughs> I couldn't; they were so bad. I was like, and, and like it was, and the and the line wouldn't budge enough. The live line yeah. wouldn't budge enough. Yeah. So I was like, there's. I was like the the Cowboys. You're giving me like the Cowboys basically even money with a nine point or whatever it was a ten point lead. Yeah, yeah, not yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine point lead. Yeah. It was nine point lead. And I was yeah. like, okay, so yeah, that worked out. Yeah, pretty well. the Rams have one play and it's throw, throw it to the Cooper cup. 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 <laughs> That's it. That's all they do. <laughs> so, yeah, so you, so you triple team yeah. Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford's not going to throw to anybody else. Yep. So suck on that, Arturo. Arturo made made ten dollars. Suck it. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I should have uh, bet a million. I should have bet the house. Who do I also? I also bet somebody else on the live line. You're bet. You're betting NFL live lines. Yeah. I always bet live lines. Do you? Yeah, just because like there's there's always like these weird things that happen. Like I remember one where again there was like some some like almost touchdown favorite who uh, was I can't remember it was like New York a couple of years ago or something, and and uh, or the team was playing New York, and the they went three and out, uh, kicked and uh, punted. And the guy got like some awesome return. They ended up kicking like a field goal or something, and uh, or maybe they scored. Maybe that team scored or something. Yeah. And then suddenly that te- the team that was like a like a like a six or seven point favorite. Yeah. Was down to like two and a half or something. I mean they dropped like an, an insane amount. Yeah. And I was like, there's 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 a, less than a minute gone in the game, or like <laughs> almost a you know maybe a minute and a half gone yeah. in the game. Yeah. And you're telling me that like. The equity that was that was is completely gone now because of some like one fluke play and the other team just completely derailed themselves because yeah. of one play right in the NFL right and so of course that team came back I can't yeah. remember who I bet on but they came back and won like handily and covered you yeah know? so it's just like come on guys this is fucking fun yeah lines. I I bet the money line I can't wait just out of pure spite that's like, good I had no there I did, I actually did not think the Cowboys would win because they have Cooper Rush playing and. Like the defense is defense is really mm-hmm. solid actually right now, um, and I bet the I bet the Rams because mm-hmm. they were getting two and a half the week before at yeah. San Francisco, and I was like San Francisco's got a really good defense, but their offense isn't that great, right? Yeah. Well, that's all you need. <laughs> yeah. So it, it pissed me off that I bet the Rams and they lost. So I was right. like, I'm gonna bet against the Rams. There you go. And that's what apparently is what you need to do. That's what you do. Yeah. That's what you do. There you go. You hear to hear a little NFL betting talk. <laughs> Always bet against the Rams. Yeah. Always bet against the Rams. Um, that's the only NFL advice you'll ever get from this podcast, probably. <laughs> Except don't bet. I'll tell you this. Don't bet the NFL. That's my advice. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Or just like, yeah, especially don't bet the NFL if you're going to take the lines right before kickoff. Like, you might as well just light your money on fire yeah. at that point. Yeah, because they're so dialed so in. Locked in. <laughs> so dialed in. So crazy. Everybody on? Good. Great. Grand. Wonderful. No yelling on the butt. Mid-season chicken. Who has been the most surprising team, and what has been the most surprising game this year so far? Uh, most surprising team? Yeah. Most surprising, you know, actually, I don't know if I would say it's the most surprising, because we, we kind of talked about it preseason, but I, I, I'm, I am a little bit astonished at how terrible Utah State is. Yeah? 
I yeah. mean, I thought they might go under. Yeah. I didn't think they would go like <laughs> fucking winless. <laughs> yeah, Bonner is not. I don't know if he got hurt or he's what the hurt. deal he's is. He's just not. And he lost. He lost all of his talent around him. All the like, yeah. his receivers lost the top yeah. three receivers and like the running back or whatever. They lost a ton of productivity, which I guess was what was propping him up. Because yeah, must have had to be. Damn. Yeah, Dude, that's a, sort of astonishing how bad they are. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Yeah. Um, obviously, the Madisons, a little surprised at how well they're doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we knew that they would do probably pretty well in the first year, but right. to do this, I mean, they're what, 6 0? 5 0? 5 0. Crazy. We'll talk more about them later. 5 0, top 25 ranking. Yeah. I mean, Insane. unbelievable. Yeah. Um, I also am a little surprised at how bad I was defenses or offenses. Oh, yeah. I mean, we knew it was going to be shitty. Yeah, we knew, but not this bad. They're the worst. Yeah. They're the worst in the yeah. in the nation. They're like 131st Ooh, in you scoring. Know, you know who's a good one? UConn. Yeah. UConn. Yeah. Jim Mora might have those motherfuckers bowl bound. I hope he stays there. I know. Me too. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Just turn around to UConn completely. That, I know, man. That's nuts. So um, UConn's a good one. Yeah. Uh, the other end of me, other end of my spectrum would be like Utah. Um, I'm a little disappointed. They've got two losses. Yeah. I mean, that one in the Florida, I was a little surprised at because Florida's really not that good. I mean, it was the first game of the year and, and at the Florida. Road, yeah. yeah. And then uh, and then they kind of UCLA kind of took it to them last week, and uh, so I was a little surprised by that. I mean, they, I think UCLA won by ten. Did they? It's pretty surprising. Yeah. Hmm. So I'm, I'm a little disappointed. It's, there. it's their offense. We'll talk about them a little bit later yeah. too. But their it's their offense that's actually kind of surprising me. Yeah, TCU yeah. is a good one. TCU is a good. Nice. Yeah, I mean we we talked about that preseason I, too. We I was pretty surprised. Yeah, I'm pretty surprised by maybe, how fast that offense. I did not take the over because I didn't think I didn't think the air raid was going to. Oh yeah, you said under. Yeah, because I didn't think the air raid was going to go R- right quite away. As, right away. Yeah. yeah, and it is. Yeah, so I guess I am really surprised by them. Kansas also very surprised yeah. by. I said that they were going to double their win total. But they're five and one. <laughs> right. We're gonna more than double it. Yeah, and they're gonna go oh, to a bowl. They already have more than double it. Yeah, they're gonna go to a bowl, and they're they're actually playing really well. I don't know if they're going to a bowl. I think they're gonna go get one more win. I don't know. Like, I think they're gonna be, especially if Dale, Daniels is out. Maybe well, we'll talk about them a little bit too. Know. They're on the list. <laughs> yeah, got a lot to talk about. <laughs> um, what about your favorite favorite game? I got a good one. That's. Maybe a little on, off the beaten path, but what do you think? Uh, I think that North Carolina Appalachian. Oh, that actually, was fucking awesome. It, three of the Appalachian State games are really good. <laughs> okay. So UNC one is amazing. That, that was, one amazing. was an amazing game. During the horse tournament. Yes, during the horse tournament. And everyone stopped yeah. and watched the last minute where yeah. there was like 30 points yeah. scored. <laughs> and just insane. Uh, then the Texas A&M App State game was crazy. Oh, yeah. The Troy. Actually, there's four. The Troy App State game was cr- That nuts. was crazy. Yeah. yeah. And then the App, App State, State Jays Madison. Madison's game. Yeah. yeah. All crazy for like very different reasons. Too. Yes. Yes, yeah. So uh, that um, I was. So I got one. Yeah. I got yeah. one. I, yeah. I was just talking to my my buddy Justin uh, at work about this today, because uh, and and because we were on opposite sides of this bet last week. It was the Houston Memphis game. Did you see that? Did you see this shit? Uh, I don't remember. With four minutes to go, Houston was down thirty-two to nineteen. Down by thirteen with four minutes left. So they. Go seventy-five yards in twelve plays and score a touchdown with eighteen seconds left. Or sorry, with a minute seventeen left, kick the onside kick, get it, go back and score again, oh. and end up winning th- by one point, thirty-three to thirty-two. Oh my god, that is crazy! And Memphis was like a one and a half point favorite. Yeah, yeah, that so is crazy. That's he was he was like, what in the fuck, dude? <laughs> you know, dude, like, Houston, Houston's games. Houston, Dana Holgerson is now Scott Frost. Yeah. I mean, yeah. although he won, a, he's won, won, he's won three 
uh, one score games this year. Yeah. But like all their games have been one score except for the Kansas game where they blew them out. Kansas blew them out 48-30, but 37-35, 33-30, 34-27, 27-24 yeah. and 33-32. But I mean look at this shit and like so they're down they were down 29 to 13 with 8 minutes to go. Yeah. Uh Houston yeah. was yeah hundred yard kickoff return for a yeah. touchdown and those two <laughs> touchdowns within the last minute. Justin Justin goes, "What's it like to be that lucky?" And I was like, "You know what the fucking funny thing is? I turned it off and stopped paying attention." <laughs> yeah, because I was like, "Oh, this is a fucking horrible bet." Yeah, and I, so I didn't get to see it. You know, it's sort of like Schrodinger's cat. It's like if you don't, if I observe it, the bet fails. If I don't observe it, you know, I can this like freak variance happens. Yeah, 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 anyway. for sure. Anyway. That was a wild one. I guess I didn't get to look at. It. I, I didn't get to watch it, but <laughs> I, I wish I would have. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> All right, let's uh, see where we're at, picking wise. It's time for some ham. Humans against mathematical models. Bacon. All right. Uh, next up, let's see. This week in the pick'em, oh, we have a new new pick leader. Yeah, I'm not really happy about kinda, it. He kind of blew. He's kind of blown our asses out of the water. I know. Room forty four B. Stat. Twitter statistician extraordinaire. He is in the lead, 962 total points. Uh, pick percentage is, you know, right in line with with the rest of the group, 68 and 53. Not the best, not the, but definitely up at, uh, you know, above 56 percent. Yeah. Um, you're in second now with a yep. slightly worse pick percentage, but um, still with a lot of confidence points. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Trey in third. Trey's William, right on my heels. Yes, he is. And uh, William Klebb's, Klebb's not too far behind nope, either. Nope. Uh, let's see here. Bus, your, uh, Casey's Uncle Ed, Champ, the right ones. They're all ahead of the Dingus. The Dingus has a <laughs> 69 and 53, though. Nice. And pretty, pretty good pick percentage. I think that's a yeah. for third in terms of just overall accuracy. Yep, it looks like um, it. Yeah. But, uh, but need to get the confidence. Although although I think I was a second or th- in second place last week um, for weekly performance, right behind uh, Room 44B, I believe. If I had to look, I could but i'm just gonna go with it <laughs> yep uh, room for actually it was third room 44b had 216 points bus had 187 and the dingus is 176 yeah uh, yeah so that was not too bad right back on track uh the the data is heating up the 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 thing about uh you know what the if you if you measure the error in our models i was just doing this the other day yeah you can see it go from like like astronomically high to less ast- to less shitty, and then now it's like honing in. To yeah, where it's like really yeah. pretty respectful. Because it's got a, it's got all this year's data. <laughs> exactly. Uh, show holding peanut butter pants. Uh, what do we call them? Um, uh, cake song. Cake song. <laughs> cake songs down there, <laughs> way down there at the bottom with Arturo. Italian leather good. sofa song. <laughs> uh, and then I guess Meyer quit picking. Whack it, man. A lot of guys quit picking. I guess <laughs> that's good. I don't have to. That way I don't have to pay for your fucking bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Anything else you want to point out? Uh, no, no. Just uh, I need to get better this week, so I can't let Room Forty Four B just fucking keep destroying everybody. Just room Forty Four B or B hole? Yeah, exactly. Butthead. <laughs> room Forty Four Butthead. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Hope he's not listening. <laughs> he's be like, what the fuck am I hearing? Uh-huh. We don't know what we're talking about. Yep. Never do. Uh, how'd your fantasy team do? I'm back in last. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, not very, not by very far. It's me and this other dude that I think are going to be fighting just it trading out. trading back just and forth. fighting it out for last place. I mean, Max Duggan. Yeah. 
You know, yeah, yeah. always the yeah. right play. Forty-one points. I mean, he's the only reason I'm not just like <laughs> embarrassing myself. I mean, I'm embarrassing myself, but it's not as bad as it could be. Uh, Cameron Latou and Cameron Latou and, and Alabama tied in news caught a pass for a touchdown. <laughs> he, so he's not a, he's not dead. That's he's, good. He's actually living, which is actually even worse. Maybe for <laughs> for I mean, at least if he well, was dead. I mean, once for they get, him, once they fun. get Bryce back, it'll be different. Story. I suppose so. Uh, Might be still too late for you, though. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm fucked. I'm totally fucked. Um, Jeez. I mean, the thing is, I never played college fantasy before, and so I would do this completely differently. I've learned, I think, a lot of what not to do. Oh, okay. All right. um, Like what? It's very, very different than... Well, so, like, you don't... I was thinking that you would need, like, more quarterbacks. Okay. Because... Um, you know, just matchup style. Yeah, because if you know, if you get because your college quarterbacks are just so inconsistent. So I got a, I got like a I went heavy quarterbacks, and thinking that running backs, you that you know, you just got you get like guys from army. Yeah, or, you know, guys are just gonna get get pound the rock. Well, that, those army guys fucking suck because yeah. they get they split so many damn carries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in terms of receivers, like. I got receivers are hard okay. in college. They are because there's so many yeah. people that catch the ball and they're so inconsistent. But you got to find. I think you get to find receivers from um, air from raids. from air raids yeah. from from like t- your TCU's and and uh, just in, in, in Western Kentucky. Well, actually, we, we can't pick. We don't pick FCS, so it's only FBS. But anybody who throws the ball like a per, like Purdue style, like yeah. sixty times a yeah. game, yeah. like you just you just t- pick the one or two from that team, mm-hmm. and that's what you have to do. Yeah. And then I would actually say there's a premium on tight ends in, in college oh, football. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I think for sure. that's maybe for one of the sure. most important spots. If yeah. you can get a good productive tight end, yeah. I mean, you're going to fucking kill people. If you could get Kyle Pitts from like a couple years yeah. ago, like you yeah. were you were dynamite. Oh, yeah, for uh, sure. But anyway, so yeah, I'm, uh, <laughs> this year's kind of fucked. But uh, maybe <laughs> maybe if I play next year, if I'm invited back next year, which why wouldn't they? They're going to they're take my money. Yeah, so they're going to be like, yeah, <laughs> this guy sucks. We definitely got to invite him back. <laughs> so anyway, there you go. My God. Holy guacamole. That's disgusting. <laughs> DKI stats for the week. Yep, so the average this week is uh, 6.7 as usual. That seems high for as good as a week is. It's, it's just the range, you know, because there's a bunch of, again, there's a bunch of eights, and we'll get into those here in a second. But th- but there are some fantastic So good games. games. This, might be, this is the best we can have remember in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, they're just, there's there's not enough TVs. <laughs> exactly. Not enough eyeballs. Like, yeah. Like a spider. Any big a spider. <laughs> <laughs> I need eight eyeballs so I watch four games at once. Yeah, the range is two and a half. That's the fucking highest they've seen in the regular yeah. season ever. Yeah, because you can get you can get down in the lower upper upper ones, one point nine, yeah. I think, for like the national championship yeah. or some of the playoff yeah. games. But yeah. but two point five in the regular season is the highest I've seen. Max of eight point eight. Um, some of the ones you're going to want to watch. Yeah, Tennessee, Alabama, obviously, obviously, and we'll talk we'll talk about that one. That's the yeah. game of the week, the yeah. best game of the week. Yeah. Duke, North Carolina. Okay. Uh, which seems weird. Which seems weird, but yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, actually, that game is a lot better than you would ever would have sure. thought at the beginning of the season. Yeah. yeah Talk yeah. about surprises. Yeah. Duke, Duke, yeah, Duke came out hot. Yeah, and they, sure. they kind of regressed a little yeah. bit. Yeah. That lo- after that loss to Kansas. Kansas, yeah. North Carolina's been a pleasant surprise, too, actually. Yeah, they have. I didn't think they were, I mean, they don't, I think they have, what, maybe two losses? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and they're ranked. They're ranked in the top 25. North Carolina is? Yeah. Oh, wow. Sure. Okay. Um, uh, TCU, Oklahoma State, so good, um, so good. I mean, there's so many to list. I'm just, I'm yeah. not gonna go through yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. Michigan, Penn State is a yeah. 4.5. That yeah. TCU, Oklahoma game is actually a 2.9. That made it into the twos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then like Utah, USC is a 3.8. Yeah, and yeah. we'll we'll go through some more later. But like, I don't know. Do you want to go through some of the worst ones? This is what, I suppose this is what this thing's meant to do. Yeah, don't, let's not 
mention the worst one. We'll mention okay. that at the okay. end. Okay, gotcha. That'll be it. That's the game we're going to watch. So we have Ball State at UConn. That's fucking bad. That's bad. Uh, UConn. It's an 8.5. Yeah, it's 8.5. Um, is Ball State favored? Ball State is favored, yes. Okay. I might bite, bet UConn. I, I was going to say, Morin's got them playing pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have Bowling Green and uh, Miami of Ohio Oof. at 8.6. He's four total of forty six. Yeah, Yikes. Hawaii, Nevada, eight point five. Mm, yep. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Total forty nine. Yeah. Uh, New Mexico, New Mexico State. Ooh, ooh, that's a rival. That's, see, that's that should be a nine point five because that's a rivalry game. Yeah. So it yeah. gets a di- one point discount. Yeah. That should be a, oh. that should be almost a ten. Wow. Devastating. Yeah. Total is thirty seven and a half on that one. Some Iowa. That's some Iowa. Dude, that is Iowa. Like, yeah. Illinois. Yeah. Remember, we shit. were making fun of like it was like the total last week was thirty five, yeah. and there was fifteen points scored. Uh huh. That's why I said I'm not afraid of the under. <laughs> yeah. Ever in no. Iowa, you can't you can't <laughs> give me a line low enough that I won't take the under in an Iowa game. And then uh, Colorado State, Utah State. Oh my God, those are some stinkers. Eight point seven. Yeah, that deserves an eight point seven. Zero points scored in the Colorado State Utah State game. Yeah. Not a single point. They'll just give up. Yeah. They're like, well, there's no such thing as ties, but like, we're done. It sucks. Nobody wants to watch this. Eight point seven, and that's yeah. not even the worst game. Oh my God. No. Fucking awesome. I love the DKI. <laughs> it is pretty good. The race for two. In a somewhat incredible Unbelievable. turn of events, Unbelievable. a harmless Arizona State team beat Washington 45-38. to 38. What the fuck? Is I don't, <laughs> I don't, explain I, this to me. I don't have any idea. Explain this season to me. They're they like, well, Herm is gone, but we still got a stew. <laughs> but we still got a stew. We still got a stew. Uh, the stew was simmering for the last two games when they got fucking <laughs> clobbered by yeah. whoever the fuck, Utah yeah. and somebody else. Uh, or like maybe UCLA or something. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. Here's the thing, though. It doesn't yeah. matter. The Devils, uh, the Sun Devils, are now three and zero against the spread against uh, under Sh- uh, Sean Aguano. There you go. That's that's just, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Yeah, that's crazy. Interim coaches are a combined six and three in I wins mean, and losses, and six and three where it really counts against the spread. Yeah, you know, and and the thing is, they're not just eking out these these covers either. Uh, these teams are beating the spread by seven points on average. And 14 points if you throw out um, good old Nebraska U. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so it just leaves uh, Colorado and Northwestern in the quest for two. Uh, remaining schedule for Northwestern, they're off this week. Then they have Maryland, Iowa, the Ohio State, Mini, Purdue, and Illinois. Oh, God, they're not winning any of those. No, I don't think so either. Right? <sighs> Iowa? Iowa, maybe. Is their best, but how are they going to move the ball against them? Well, that's the thing. Is that, like You can beat Iowa. If you have any offense. But, yeah, you just need to score you need to score a touchdown to beat Iowa. I just hope they don't get a pick six or a <laughs> yeah, well, turn yeah. or fucking eighteen fumbles in your <laughs> in your own end zone. Uh remaining schedule for Colorado, Cal, Oregon State, Arizona State, Oregon, USC, Washington, and Utah. Uh no. No? No. Yeah, they're a fifteen point dog uh, against Cal. We haven't we haven't modeled thirty three twenty Cal winning, so we haven't actually a uh, Colorado cover? I don't know. With all these interim coaches in six and three. I mean, fuck, yeah, you never know. You never know, right? Yeah, yeah. So, and they had a week off to prep. I mean, no, no chance to give them any chance, at least to cover. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Oh, I think. Oh, they got a chance to cover. Was it off week? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I think interim so. coach. But they seem, yeah. teams seem to be up. You fire yeah. a guy and they get emotional, and then try to win one for the new guy. And yeah, teams play tough. Yeah. 
I mean, not in our case. We got blown the fuck out by Oklahoma, but the week after, though, after the off week, after the off week, yeah, Oklahoma kicked the shit out of us, and then and well, they, and they, they fired the DC, and yeah. then they yeah. then they had the off week to prep. To prep. So yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I mean, it works. I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In any event, uh, speaking of interim coaches. Uh, here's one that single-handedly completed the quest for two by himself. It took the pandemic for me to get into the cornhole. They got to do their chew and chaw, dip the lip behind their mask, and then not forget to pull the mask before they spit in the cup. This shit's for real, guys. Welcome to the All right, so this line opened at uh, 11 and a half, Purdue as the favorite. They're up to 14 and a half of that, which makes perfect sense to me. 58 and a half is the total. A DKI 7.0. Good job. Good job, guys. <laughs> Good job, guys. Yeah, but I want to say a win is a win is a win is a win. Um, but man, that was terrible. That last was week. really bad. Oh, that was tough to watch. Uh, yeah, I mean, although I, it was nice actually to, to be on the winning end of an entire team breaking down. Oh, what, oh, like, you mean like, oh, yeah. Buckers, like, they just completely fell apart. Fell apart. Oh, yeah, they could they should have won that game by a couple scores. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they just, like, started shitting the bed all yeah. over the place. Yeah, I don't know what they were doing with their offense. Yeah. They were, like, just switching out quarterbacks for funsies. Yeah, I don't know why. Because, like, like what are you doing? Because Vedral came in and just, like, that first drive yeah. just fucking gouged Oh, him. yeah. Like, 70 yards, no problem. I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, great. Yeah. This is great. We're back. <laughs> um, the last two games were against Indiana and Buckers. Um, you know, it was nice to have them. They grow. They kind of they grinded that out. They were mm-hmm. down by. No. They were down thirteen nothing at halftime. The defense once again shut out a team yep. in the second half, yep. like yep. did the week before. Like, I mean, I know they're two of the bottom dwellers, but you know, it's it's their wins. Their wins. Their wins. <laughs> their wins. Confidence builders like layups. They're back to back wins. Back to back Big Ten wins, which Scott Frost never, never did. did. Yeah, crazy. Um. But, yeah, but then here comes the rest of the schedule. Exactly. The you know Purdue has a legit D line. Aiden O'Connell is a top three quarterback in the conference, and he's gotten better each week coming off a rib injury yep. earlier this season. Nebraska's gotten better on defense, so that's good. But if there's no improvement along the offensive line, oh, two things are going to happen: the defense is going to be on the field a a long, long time, causing the BMs to go crazy in the fourth quarter. And number two, Casey Thompson might die, <laughs> and then Chuba Purdy might die. Yep. So what are they going to do after that? Put Masker in? <laughs> no, I think they just just run it, just yeah, hand it off, or just give up. But see, here's the thing though: is like Whipple has to start calling a game, knowing his offensive line fucking sucks balls. Yeah. like you have to call screens, you have to call like you have to call rollouts. You're gonna have to call you know stuff that's gonna have that gets away from the offensive line having to block mm-hmm. basically. Otherwise, they're dead in the water. Yeah. I think they're so. I, I that's why I don't think this is close. Yeah. Um. I, I like I like what's Mickey. Mickey has done. Um. He inherited an absolute mess, and he's cleaned it up some. He's got the guys playing really hard. Um. There's some injuries on both sides of the ball, or on both teams actually, that are actually kind of worrisome for each team. I think Purdue's down to their third string running back. And their big time wide receiver Charlie out. Jones. I don't think he's out, but I think he's really hurt. No, well, oh, did they, they say he's out? Well, I don't know if he, there's they another. Or no, is there is there one? Is their uh, starting cornerback? Oh yeah, is out for yeah. mental health reasons. Yeah, I saw that today. Yeah, so there's there's injuries yeah. on both sides. Like for Nebraska, Reimer is day to day, 
um, and Quentin Newsom corner. Reimer hurts. He's yeah. been a he's been a difference maker yeah. the last couple of games. Oh yeah. So you know, I like what Mickey's done. So while it's been a really good story, reality sets in this mm. week. Uh, this team is not good. BM's forty two seventeen. Yeah, I I posted a graph about this on Twitter. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, since Frost and Chenaner uh, <laughs> left, the the defense is headed in the right direction, as you pointed out. Yeah, maybe back to being average, and maybe even slightly above average. Uh, but the offense is a complete dumpster fire. It's I mean, it, it's tempting to try to explain the offensive woes on the fact Nebraska's playing better defenses since, since Mickey Joseph took over. Yeah. Because it's better than doing that than to fathom the notion that Frost may have had a hand in Nebraska moving the ball more efficiently. The, the problem with that argument is this. Oklahoma has given up 145 <laughs> points in three games since yeah. allowing just 14 to Nebraska. Yeah, yeah. Indiana gives up 30 a game. Uh, so you take away that pump block from the, from the, uh, against Nebraska, and Nebraska's offense was held under expectation to 28 by the Hoosiers. And the first time Nebraska does run into an actually competent defense in Butgers, they get held to 300 yards of 14 points. Yeah. So far be it for me to bestow anything resembling a compliment upon Frost. But the defenses Nebraska has played have not been significantly tougher, maybe with the exception of Butgers, but even still it's Butgers. So yeah. So like, fuck off. Yeah. Uh, so the offense is backsliding, and it's not. It, it, and I, it's based on something. You know, it's not based on better competition. Yeah. It's based on probably the Frost maybe had a little bit of a hand in in sniffing out things that would work with that kind of offense. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, whew, that's almost a near, it's a near compliment. Uh, it's a Frost <laughs> quasi compliment, I guess. Um, the reality in this game is that Purdue is four and two and has played uh, the toughest schedule in the Big Ten. And that includes a pretty impressive win over Minnesota and very Maryland. Very impressive. Very um, impressive. And so that that foreign in that and you know they gave Michigan all they could handle. You yeah. know the Maryland that Maryland team did. So yeah. I'm just saying, many in Maryland those are two quality wins in my book. Nebraska's defense is playing well enough to keep it interesting for a time, maybe, but it's hard to imagine that Purdue will ever be in any real danger of losing this game. Yeah. Thirty-five twenty BMs is the final. Madison at Georgia Southern. This one opened at 10.5, now at 10.5. The line's not moving. 63.5 is the total. DKI, this is a one. A one, yeah. It's a natural 4.5, which is actually pretty <laughs> That's good. That's actually really good. It's actually really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's definitely a one. Yeah. You have to watch. This actually is a one. You have yeah. to watch this. Yeah. But a natural 4.5, I wanted to point that out because, uh, damn. Yeah. Go, James Madison's quickly becoming a DKI favorite. Oh, yeah. Uh, finally ranked in the AP poll, ranked number 25. What a great win last week. They were like a Python last week. Oh, really? They just started a little slow. Like the computer software? No, like an actual snake. Oh, okay. Um, Sorry. Say Python, I just started to hear about coding. I know, you're weird. <laughs> um, and then they just squeezed the life out of the Red Wolves. Like, I mean, they scored 21 in the fourth quarter. Touchdown Toddy had 394 and four <laughs> touches through the air. And he only had four carries, which I really liked. Oh, Remember yeah. last he, week he I said that, yeah. you've got to get the ball out yep. of his hands when he's when when they're running. They listened to you. They did. Coach Signetti, a fan of the show. Fan of the, hey, took a, hey Sigs, right, Sigs in the off season. <laughs> You're more than welcome to come on in. Yep, come, come on, on over. Took, yep. took a play, page right out of Casey's advice. That's right. Uh, Percy Edgy Obese. Mm, I don't know how I probably butchered that. That was bad. But he had 158 on 21 carries, so that was really good. And the defense was a thing of beauty as well, only allowing 20 yards on the ground. That is including the sacks, which they had like four or five of. Georgia Southern ended frost ended the Frost tenure, and for that, they will always have a soft spot in my heart. 
but they are going to get crushed this week. They're allowing 224 yards on the ground and giving up 30 points per game. They do have a decent passing offense, but this defense will have at least four sacks with a ton of hurries. Van Trees is in big trouble. Madison's rush for over 250 and get the win, stay undefeated in the win column, but also, and more importantly, undefeated mm-hmm. against the spread column. 6-0 against the spread, fighting Madison's 45-17. I don't know how you say it either, but I'm going to say Agiobase. Okay. That's probably better. I don't care if that's how you say it or not. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Agiobase. No. Percy Agiobase. That's like a, such an awesome thing. to sounds great. It, do, it just, yeah. Percy Agiobase. It's, that it's, sounds awesome. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, GMU is number one and <laughs> leads both Clemson and Bama in yards per rush attempt allowed on defense. 1.6 yards per attempt. There it is. Lead the nation in stuff rate at a whopping 32%, meaning they stuff one in three plays at or behind the line. Yep. Uh, yep. They lead the nation in sack percentage at 12%. On the other side of the ball, JMU is seventh in the nation in scoring margin, scoring 23 points per game more than their opponents. Nice. Todd Santeo is eighth best, the eighth best quarterback in the country in terms of quarterback rate. Uh, uh, you, said his, quarterback rating. you said his name wrong. Todd Santeo? Uh, touchdown Todd Oh, Touchdown Toddy? Yeah. Touchdown Toddy Santeo? Touchdown Toddy sounds like a hot, warm drink, like a whiskey drink. Yeah. Touchdown well, that's, what we, that's what we should rename the hot toddies. Yeah, touchdown, touchdown toddies. toddies. Yeah, I'm going to have some touchdown toddies this winter. <laughs> nice. Uh, uh, where was I? Let's see. Oh, the wide receiver, Chris Thornton. I mean, I could go on, dude. Yeah. Uh, he, he's ahead of Jonathan Mingo, right around where Marvin Harrison Jr. is at 550 yards. I mean, I could go on and on. I think I've made my point, though. The Mads have been utterly dominant this year, and the only counter argument that I that I can think of is that they've played the 106 toughest schedule. But get this, their strength of schedule is about the same as Michigan's. Yeah, and Michigan's game control is third in the nation, but JMU's is seventh. There so the Mads are performing roughly as well against their shitty opponents as Michigan is, and they're the Michigan's the number five ranked team in the country. Yeah, so uh, you know <laughs> Georgia Southern on paper looks like they can move the ball. But the best defense they've played this year is Coastal Carolina's at 22nd, which doesn't seem that bad at first glance, but the chance of have played the 124th easiest schedule yeah. in the country. That's why they're not ranked. Yeah. They're 6-0 and, and like... Oh, I think they're ranked. I don't think so. I think they're not in the AP poll. Oh, they weren't? Okay. I don't think... Uh, they're, they're, they got some votes in the AP Oh, okay. But, okay. But uh, they're not ranked. And at least in the AP, they might be in the coaches. They, but the re- I think the, if they're the reason that they're not getting more respect is because they, they played absolutely fucking nobody. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think their defense is actually twenty second. Uh, <laughs> is my point. Either way, I just I don't see Georgia Southern, Georgia Southern staying in it. Math doesn't see that either. Forty one to twenty, mad lads. Good score, Auburn. Miss. All right, this one opened at uh, fifteen and a half point uh, favorites for for the Rebs. Down to 14 and a half and a, a total of 54.5, DKI of 6.0. Casey, tell us why this pick is great and everyone should bet it. Uh, Yeah. So I'm just going to give you a little. Last week I had a three teamer. No. Oh. I had Tennessee minus three. Easy cover. Easy cover. <laughs> easy cover. Uh, James Madison minus 11. Easy cover. That was easy. Easy cover. Uh, and then Illinois minus three and a half. Motherfucker. <laughs> you, got Bert, you got hooked. Bert, why are you throwing the ball to five yard line when you can just kick two more field goals and win the game? I thought almost there was a little bit of hope that I would backdoor cover when they were Iowa was like hook and laddering and like, <laughs> oh, yeah. like throwing the ball around. I yeah. was like, oh God, please land in the end zone and someone recover it and get two points at least. But <laughs> anyway, on to this week. 
The Rebels took a little bit to get going last week against the uh, Vanderbilt Condors. Um, but Jackson Dart seemed to have figured it out, and uh, and he went off. I think they can uh, jump on a downtrodden Auburn team that is wondering when their coach is going to get fired. I mean, how many weeks have we, been, have we said this is definitely the week Harson is fired? Every week. Every, every week. <laughs> since, every week. Since like last year. Yeah. <laughs> Not only are the Tigers in a weird place emotionally, their offense is very terrible. They're a- averaging only 16 points per game in their last five games. Yes, that is enough to beat Iowa, but it won't come close to a Kiffin offense. Rebels big here, 41-12. <laughs> Casey, what is five point five times point five times point five? Uh... Point zero one two five, not point zero. Oh, is it point one two five? One two five. Oh, okay. So thirteen percent. Thirteen percent. Okay. That, that, those are your chances yeah. of winning a parlay. Okay, I was pretty close. <laughs> That's why you don't bet them, you sucker. <laughs> oh, take, yeah. take. You got to take your unis. You would have been two and one, and up and up a, a point nine units. I know. If you'd have just bet those straight, I know. Instead of putting them in some dumbass parlay. Anyway, while we're on the subject of square bets. As soon as you put this one on here, I was like, oh, I know exactly what this fucker's taking. <laughs> your, your deep and unyielding love of chalk is, is actually something, is a thing of beauty. Thank you. And Legion, you should try to find someone that loves you the way Casey loves chalk. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, not really. <laughs> but but I do think you're right in this one. Oh, okay, great. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. I think <laughs> I don't most backhanded compliment. <laughs> way to agree with someone. Whatever. Uh, no, this is. I, I agree. I think. I think. Um, uh, well, I don't think Auburn is three and three against the fourth toughest schedule in the nation, and because of that fact, I'd be willing to give them some leeway. But their three wins are not at all impressive. Although, oh, you know, beating San Jose State maybe is not without its charm. Only beat them by seven. I know, but like it wasn't. Yeah, no game control. <laughs> yeah. Old Miss has had a softer run to this point. But speaking of their of game control, there's a top ten nationally, right? They yeah. they get in the lead. They held they hold the lead for long periods of time during the game. That's pretty good. They have the third best offense in the SEC. Maybe more impressively, their defense is fourth in the SEC. Whoa. So that's that's new. Yeah. Um, pick whichever your days are numbered type of metaphor for Harson. I guess they're not because he just keeps getting yeah, a, yeah. reprieve after reprieve. I did read that they don't that they're um that they're, they're they don't have an interim. There's just nobody uh, really qualified as an interim. So they're so, so they're, they're just, just stuck. They're just stuck, oh. and, and they don't want to like just promote some asswipe. Um, so they're just going to stick with Harson to the end of the year and just take their lumps and then fire him at the end, I guess. Okay. If you're Harson, you're just like, uh, sort of. Who was the coach a couple years back? Was it um, Chizik? Yeah, no, if, no, in Miami, the um, Manny Diaz. Oh yeah, when, like, yeah. he was a dead man walking. Yeah. Like, and he just, they're like, well, we're gonna, we're definitely gonna get rid yeah. of you and hire Mario Cristobal. Yeah, but please stay here and work for us until <laughs> until he gets. That's here. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of like that. Like everyone knows Harson's gone, including Harson. Yeah. But he's going to keep working like a man, do it. So we'll see. Arizona. Washington. All right. This one opened with Washington as 15 and a half point favorites down to 14. So people are betting on Zona. Uh, the, oh, total, though, 70, a lofty 72 and a half. That's crazy. That's a lot of points. Uh, DKI 5.9. Yeah. Yeah. So, Not something I'm going to watch necessarily, but yeah. it wouldn't be bad to watch. Wouldn't be bad. Uh, I threw this one on here for old Cake Song. Yeah. Because. Yeah. I know how much you know, how much he loves these totals, these totes, um, <laughs> these totes, my goats. <laughs> so every single one of our models has this one under seventy two and a half. Okay, and over there at a South Point sports book there in Vegas, eighty two percent of the bets uh, and fifty seven percent of the handle of the money is on the under. And I just thought Dennis Cake Song Show Holden Peanut Butter Morton Pants. Yep, yep, would want me to to put, stuff these some words in his word hole for him. Yep. So uh, I imagine he might say something like, 
Washington has gone over 72 and a half one time this year, and that was in last week's bizarro world shootout loss to Arizona State. Uh, Washington and UCLA did barely go over 70, but both Zona and Washington are slightly below average in terms of adjusted, uh, in terms of opponent adjusted offensive defensive scoring. So, will it be high scoring? Yes, uh, to the tune of 72 and a half or more. Math says no. Washington does get the win, but the under is in play. 40 to 24 Huskies. Yeah, uh, UW's fall from grace really didn't take that long. <laughs> yeah. As they've lost uh, two straight UCLA, which wasn't necessarily surprising. That was really. That was yeah. going to be a good game. And then surprisingly last week to Arizona State, which was weird. Uh, meanwhile, the Cats have actually impressed a little as they have three wins, uh, which I didn't think was possible. Right. Uh, the Huskies are better than Cal, who beat the Cats 49-31. to So I am expecting something similar. I like the Huskies 45-24. Still, un- still under, though. Still and under. it is the best of all scores. 69. Nice. Western Kentucky at Middle Tennessee State. This one opened uh, with Middle Tennessee State uh, seven point dogs. Now they're seven and a half point dogs. The total is sixty seven, and the DKI five point five. Surprising five point five. Well, yeah, Western Kentucky is fun to watch. Yeah. All right, so I'm not sure if you saw, but um, I I put some power rankings out. Okay. Today. Okay. They're supposed to sort of mimic what the playoff committee does. Okay. Um, but you know, mixing in a little man versus model flavor okay. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so so one of <laughs> there's a lot of bad teams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because James Madison's like the 10th team, ranked number 10 in the nation. So that's how you know it's us doing it. <laughs> it's not on purpose either. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm just yeah. like, well, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you can't I mean, go on. These, yeah, I no, know. But these other people who take, it. the other people who take it seriously, you know, take themselves like these other statisticians or whatever on Twitter, take themselves super seriously. Yeah. Are cooking the books against the Madisons. Because if you're just, if you're just straight up doing this properly. Yeah. And you're not like, Boy, I really am going to look like an idiot if I put the Madisons at number ten. Yeah. So I'm not going to do it. Yeah. And they just take them out of there. I, yeah. That's what they have to be doing. Yeah. Because they're number one in like every statistical category. Yeah. And I'm like, well, instead of that, let's just put them at number ten, <laughs> right? <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, we got some love from some JMU fans too. Like this is the Perfect. best ranking system in the planet. <laughs> I don't know if you saw those tweets. We gotta go see. Hell it. yes. Pretty Hell funny. yes. Anyway, so so. One of the factors in our power ranking is, is game control, as usual. It's POCOM thing, so you know, not not. It's a bit controversial, right? Because it can incentivize earning style points by like caving your opponent's. You have to. In. It's college football. You have to. Yeah, but uh, you know, but we're, we're also our no one's losing millions of dollars based on our <laughs> ranking system, so like we're keeping it in and go fuck yourself if you have a problem with it. Um, <laughs> anyway, so while I was fucking around with these these variables, it occurred to me that we that we you know what we really care about here isn't game control or fucking quality wins it's it's spread control word right word because i mean what we want is a measure of teams that not only cover regularly but also cover easily so we don't have to sweat them we can yeah. just kick back midway through the second and <laughs> just go watch a different game which rest assured that's right that, that that's on that's on lock yeah so how do we measure spread control here's how i decided to do it i decided to look at the percentage of minutes in a game the team spends covering oh, the spread. Oh, that's a good idea. As well as the margin that the teams end up beating the spread by. Yeah. And now there are, there's a lot of little caveats in here. I'm not, I'm not going to get too far into the weeds just because, like, you know, if, if you're a 35 point dog, yeah. you spend like the first three quarters covering. Yeah. That's, you know, or if you're, if you blow somebody out, like, and like in the, I'll get to this point, Western Kentucky, like, we got to do, we got some tinkering to do. Yeah. That's my point. But sure. here's an example Western Kentucky, um, was a 16.5-point favorite against Hawaii. Yeah. They went up 28-10 to 10 with 7 uh, minutes and 37 seconds left in the third quarter. Okay. Ended up winning by 32. Yeah. So they covered 38% of the game and beat the spread by 15.5 points. 
right? Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Not too bad. That's, that's some good spread control. I'd feel really good about that. <laughs> right. I'd feel like, all right, got this unlocked. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. So, like, like I said, more tinkering to do with outliers, like the Hilltopper 73 to nothing <laughs> fuck stomping of, of Florida International. I, for now, I literally threw that game out. Yeah. Because I'm like... Yeah, it's too much. 41 points of spread control. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, get out of here. It was, it, was, it was making Western Kentucky look like the fucking like best team in the history of, of the universe. Yeah. So I threw that out. But here's what's interesting. I threw that out, and, and Western Kentucky still rose the top 15 teams to bet on so far this okay. year. All right. Um, with with that 73 to nothing beatdown in their data, it's, we have it modeled at 44 to 24. Okay. Without it, it's a little bit closer, 35 24. Either way, it's a win and a cover for Western Kentucky. So I'm gonna I'm gonna roll the Hilltoppers, who were by the way four and one against the spread this year. Yes. Yeah, the Hilltoppers have been crazy. You just mentioned it a little bit. After beating FIU 73 nothing, they lost both of their last games to Troy and to Utsa. I mean, they were close. They were, and they were dogs. Yeah. Uh, the Blue Raiders are also on a two game losing streak following that huge win at Miami. Uh, but they got crushed last week by UAB. Middle Tennessee State is also not great against the pass as they're giving up 283 yards per game through the air, and uh, that is exactly what Western oh, yeah. Kentucky likes to do. <laughs> yep. So give me the Hilltoppers here to throw it all around the yard. Win and cover 38-24. Lightning round. Kansas at Oklahoma. Oklahoma opened up as seven-point favorites, now at seven and a half. The over-under is 63.5, and, and the DKI at 5.0. Yeah, can Jason Bean take over for Jalen Daniels, who may or may not be out for the year? That was weird. We don't know. Um, can he lead this offense as effectively as Daniels? I mean, he did pretty good last week. He went 16-24 for 262 and four touchdowns. He did have one interception, and he added 34 yards rushing as well, I think. The Sooners are in a complete free fall right now, getting blown out in their last two games. They didn't even score last week. Against Texas. And I think I text I think I texted you guys this Red River a Red River shootout is turning into more of a Red River shutout. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was amazing. because uh, I needed the over sixty five and uh, <laughs> did not get any help from the Sooners. Oh. Um they can't score. They can't stop anyone. Jayhawks, I think, get the upset here. Forty five twenty eight over here, I think, is a good play as well. How hilarious is it that after the Nebraska game, I said Oklahoma's defense is legit and Brett already has them borderline elite and they give up 150 points in three games. Well, I have to find that audio. <laughs> pretty bad. Uh, I was pretty emphatic. <laughs> they were really good. Uh, let's see just how insanely wrong I can continue to be about the land they use. 41 to 32, Oklahoma. Yeah, I'm betting Kansas. Penn State at Michigan. All right, this one opened its, uh, uh, with the Wolverines as 7.5-point favorites, down to 6.5. Uh, so people are betting the Nittany Lions. 51.5 is the total. DKI, 4.5. Yeah, this one's tough. Penn State's toughest opponent is Purdue. They only beat Northwestern by 10 two weeks ago. Michigan had a good win versus Maryland. Um, other than that, their schedule is trash. You mentioned how, like, the 106th or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll find out about both of these teams. I think Michigan can get it done at home, but... Not by much. Uh, Wolverines 31-27. I think you have to stay away from this one betting-wise, honestly. Yeah, so on paper, Michigan has the edge on both offense and defense. But when adjusting for the Wolverines 120th 120th, strength of schedule, uh, you know, it it doesn't look quite the same. But like you said, actually, Penn State's schedule is 116th. Not very good either. So, actually, Minnesota's is down there as well. There's a lot of (laughs) shitty schedules in these Big Ten teams yeah. there. So I don't know how I don't know if it's these are really good teams or they're just playing shitty opponents. Yeah. Anyway, I still think Michigan eventually gets exposed. It just might not be until late November 
when they play uh, the Ohio State. Models have it 35-23 Wolverine. USC at Utah. All right, Utah opened up three-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, lines hasn't moved much. It says at three points right now. Over under 65-and-a-half. DKI getting low, 3.8. Getting low. Uh, these teams are pretty evenly matched numbers-wise. That UCLA loss hurts the Utes' chances uh, for the playoff, for the conference. I am impressed with the Bruins. Uh, they were really good last week. They were really good the week before. USC had a decent win against Wazoo last week. Um, I think the Utes defense is able to hold the Trojan offense down some, and the Utes are able to play some ball control. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Utes again. <laughs> I'm probably going to regret this. Um, uh, Utes 38-35. I think this is a Pac-12 game you stay away from. What numbers, Casey? Uh, like, like, they're, like their offensive points per game and their oh. defensive points per game are like nearly the same. Oh. Uh, I mean, Utah has the best defense in the Pac-12. I mean that shouldn't surprise anybody. Yeah, they're, they're, again when you're adjusting for for their for the p- opponents they played. What's a little shocking is how pedestrian their offense has been. I think we mentioned that earlier. I'm just surprised by by with with rising and and uh, who's their uh, running back, Tavion, fucking whatever. Well, yeah, I mean they have they have and they have some pretty good receivers. I'm just saying like it's, uh, fourth in the Pac-12 in success rate, fifth in PPA. I mean they're only saving grace. They they played kind of a tough slate, I guess. Twenty sixth overall. Um, you know, whereas USC's stats have come against a bunch of really pretty shitty teams. Uh, I think I think I'm with you. Utes probably win in the shootout, 37-31. Yeah, ish. Oklahoma State at TCU. Wow, three and a half point uh, horny toad favorite still at three and a half. Over under just one point off of being a perfect over under. Yeah. <laughs> 68. DKI a low low 2.9. That is the perfect over-under. Um, dude, seriously, this week is so crazy. How are we going to watch all these awesome games? I don't know. Unbelievable. I don't know. Uh, both teams are very impressive uh, in a conference that is turning out to be yeah. really the toughest. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, they didn't see that coming. Big 12 teams are, yeah. Both these teams are averaging. So they, this is this is something that's crazy. Both these teams are averaging 46.4 points per game. And TCU is allowing only allowing or is allowing 23.8. And Oklahoma State is allowing 24.8. Yeah, but I thought you, you agreed a couple weeks ago you were going to put these points per game numbers in the context of who they came against. Well, yeah. So I, I just found it interesting. Oh, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not putting in any kind oh, okay. of I got any you. kind just of the like analysis. Of I yeah, got you. Just yeah, the okay. yeah. Okay. Um, Oklahoma State does have an 11 point win over Baylor, but I feel like Dyke's offense is nearly impossible to stop. Mm. So give me the Horny Toads. They're playing just on another level right now. 42, 35, over, over, over. Another level you have you have them winning by a score though, like, yeah. That's one, one, like one level is one score. Well, I mean, I think I think they're they're, they're yeah. I mean, against, against Oklahoma State, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Oklahoma State's a pretty big stalwart and is actually pretty good, and so I just think that they're, okay. they're just playing at a different level okay. right now. It's not. I mean, it's not like a crazy huge level. <laughs> it's a small little. Yeah. Like just, a, just a like, little step. Like a little baby step yeah. level. Yeah. I see. Okay. Yeah. I just like with you. Um, anyway, I tweeted today that Oklahoma State is pr- probably overrated at number eight, um, and, and, and you know, be that as it may, that probably doesn't mean that they're dramatically different from TCU. Um, if you just look at the averages, they're almost identical. I don't think you should do that. Um, neither team does play defense. That, this is a fact. Not, those twenty, those twenty-three points, twenty-four points, throw those out the window. They both play zero defense. Yeah. Um, they've just had some games where they played some shitty teams that didn't score. Yeah. Um, 
and TCU does have, despite the both for, scoring 46 and 46.4, TCU has a very, very clear and definite edge offensively. Uh, I think, you know, this is just it's going to be a weird game though, and and TCU gives up a lot of points. So, give, close high scoring, 32 to 30. I guess under. Yeah, barely. I would. I would. I'm probably probably just stay away from this yeah. and just just watch, <laughs> watch it, and enjoy, enjoy it. it. Yeah. yeah. Alabama at Tennessee. Man, these lines are not moving. Opened at seven. Uh, Tennessee as uh, seven point dogs. Seven and a half point dogs. So moved barely. Over under sixty five point six. Yeah. No, yeah. never seen that one. No. Sixty five and a half. Uh, DKI. These are getting crazy. Two point five. Yeah. That's. Dude, I. Dude, I just can't right now. Like, <laughs> NC State and Cuse didn't even make I our know, list. No, there was like Minnesota and Illinois yeah. could have been on here. Yeah. You know? I mean, it just, that's how good this week is. Damn. Look, Bama needs Bryce Young to play. He has been practicing. Saban said he was hopeful. So make sure you pay attention to that before betting this one. Although I think Tennessee can get it done. Regardless, though, that offense is absolutely humming. I think AM and Texas have given the blueprint on how to slow down the Tides' offense. Ball should be able to use that somewhat. Bama's D is still elite, but the Vols offense is on a, is different um, this year. I'm going to go Vols upset 38-35. Uh, okay, come on, though. The only blueprint that Texas A&M gave Tennessee was get lucky in the tur- turnover battle and pray to God that Bryce Young can't play. Okay, that, well, okay, yeah, but, but what Texas did, though. Texas did. Yeah. Texas is fair. Yeah. Tam- Texas A&M I mean, if Bryce Young plays that and doesn't, because because Mil Milrow or whatever, Jalen yeah. Milrow, yeah, turned it like turned it over like fucking four times, yeah, like three or four times. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. Um, listen, I love the balls preseason. I said they would win eight. I think you did too. We yeah. were both on the over. Yeah, coming second in the East. I think we agreed. Um, but here's the thing: the balls have not played a defense anywhere near as good as Bama's. I mean, like literally not even fucking close. Plus, Bama has among the best running attacks in the nation. Elite defense plus a fantastic ground game is how you neutralize an offense like Tennessee's. Just ask the 95 Gators and, well, I don't know, the 97 Vols. <laughs> you get Phil Fulmer out there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 34-28, Bama grinds them out. All right. DKI game of the week. Buffalo at UMass. Ugh. Opened and nobody fucking knows or cares. <laughs> nobody cares. Uh, now, it, I get, well, we care. 16 and a half because we have to pick it. Uh, the total is, oh, Jesus, 46.5. Yeah. I keep trying to read that 64.5 because <laughs> I don't want it. it should be. I know. 46.5 and a 16 point gap. Okay. Anyway, this is a DK of 8.8. Yeah. These seem to actually have uh, one team in common that they've played. The old fighting emus. Oh, yeah. yeah. UMass lost 2013. Mm-hmm. Buffalo won 51 31. Some transitive property for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, that isn't necessarily an indication on how the no, game will go. No. I feel pretty good about using that as one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seems good enough for me. Yeah. For this kind of game, I think that's the, all the analysis you need. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bulls big 42 21. And apparently, I really love the over here. Mm. That's really strange. I Okay. I just spit out a, I just figured out a score and was like, oh, that is way over. That's like. Twice the number. Um, look, Buffalo is four and one against the spread. I mentioned spread control, that new thing we're tracking earlier. They're fifth in the country. Um, All right. With two, All right. Two pretty much wire to wire, easy four uh, plus touchdown covers this year. Market's been way off, way off on Buffalo. Uh, and UMass really hasn't has not kept a team within 16 and a half all season. I can't see how they start now. Yeah. 35 14. Bowls. Yeah, I'm going to bet this one. Yeah. For fun. Yeah. Funsies. Funsies. 
Another, that's it. Yeah, that's it. That was a quick one. I feel like we got through that fast. Maybe we didn't. I don't know. Who Fuck. knows? I have Who no knows? concept of time. <laughs> I'm beyond time I'm beyond, now. <laughs> beyond time now. Beyond time and space. Yeah. I'm I like mean, uh, John Hurt in, or William Hurt in uh, Altered States. Uh, I don't think I've seen that. Yeah, I watched it at your house. What? I watched it at your house. My house? Yeah. Back in the day, oh, William Hurt. Where, it's the one where he goes in the deprivation chamber. Oh yeah, I don't. Yeah, that, dude, I was like, yeah, I don't remember that. Oh yeah, it was a good movie. Was it? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I remember the. I remember the the cassette, the box of it. Yeah, yeah. It was all yeah. freaking trippy and weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh man, I don't know. We that between the bong hits and the Budweiser <laughs> and the Steve Weisers, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And the bowling. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. You and the eight hour bowling sessions. <laughs> I'm not, yeah. Malton Hobbs of bong resin. <laughs> That's all my brain is left now. Yeah. Um, get your picks in, everybody. Picks in. Picks in. Uh, enjoy this we amazing. Forty-four B room. Forty-four. Yeah, we got to beat. He's room a newcomer. B. He can't. Yeah. He can't be allowed. He's like Jesus. What if? What if this like Casey's neighbor wins? Takes the horse tournament from a horse championship trophy from us. Room forty-four B takes our pick'em championship. All these damn newcomers. Oh my God. Hell is going to break All loose. these goddamn upstarts yeah. coming into town. Get out of taking here. Taking our women. Get winning out. our tournaments. Get out of here. Winning our contests. We don't like getting around here. Get. <laughs> Get out of here. Get. Bye. Boners. Wish you would. Wish you would. Take a little time. Show a little faith. This is Did you did you know the map? Oh, you already said that. We cut this out. Great. Thanks for stealing my thunder. Sorry. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know why the dog's down here. Oh wait. Yeah. No. I mean, whoa. This is a tall glass of water. Hope it doesn't spill. <laughs>